Hello, and welcome to Single Parent in the City with your host, Charlene. Hi guys, and welcome to episode five of Single Parent in the City with your girl, Charlene. Um, So this has been an interesting, interesting time with this episode. I have literally dropped a microphone into my coffee. I have like had to record this uh, podcast like six times because my computer has given out on me. And yeah, it has been so interesting. Um, but I am getting through this and I am blowing through it because of you guys. Um, it has been a great journey. You guys have been receiving this podcast really well. So I'm grateful. Thank you to everyone who is stopping me and saying, oh my gosh, you have a nice podcast voice. Thank you for the people that have offered to join and jump on, on the podcast with me. Um, thank you to just everyone's support, the people that are sharing it, the people that are engaging with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you to my friend Cece for not pressuring me about giving her back her microphone because now I was able to like switch up and use her mic instead. So that was beautiful as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone for your support. Um, today, oh, house cleaning really quickly. Um, so You can follow Single Parent in the City on Instagram and Facebook at Single Parent in the City. I prefer you come and follow me on on Instagram because that is where I'm the most active. Um, So definitely do that. The blog is currently down because I am a creative and I am a marketer and they, my creative and my marketing are, are bouncing against each other. So I was like, you know what? Let's just leave it for a minute. I have this podcast. I have this Instagram. Um, the Instagram will go from there. Um, so when the blog is back up, I will let you guys know. If you need to email me for any reason, you can always in- email me at singleparentinthecity1 at gmail.com. And so let's get in today's epi- into the episode. Um, so today we're going to talk about dating starting over. Starting over in dating. Um Back in May, my friends told me it's time for me to start dating. I agreed with them because I kind of was on a hiatus. I'm not going to lie. I was really just hiding from dating altogether. Um, Just prior experiences made me think that it was not the right thing to do. Um, So if I can put put this into perspective for you, after separating from my ex, I got into a relationship probably a year later. Um, and it was a relationship to me, but probably just him rebounding. Um, and it really hurt me. So that was one thing. And after that, I was like, I'm going to take a break. I'm not doing this relationship thing ever. Um, so then I went into a situation where it was kind of like a maintenance man type of situation. He didn't live in the States. So when we saw each other, the couple of times that we saw each other, it was just basically, hey, let's just, you know, do what we got to do and keep it moving. Um, but I realized that I didn't want that type of relationship. And then everything in between or after that was like, just, hey, like talk a few times. He's not the one for me. Keep it moving. Take a break or don't talk to anyone forever. Like at one point, I don't think I talked to a man besides like my uncle 
my uncle and just the males that I encountered from being with my friends. And it probably was small talk with them. So I had a lot of baggage around dating, around men that I needed to clear out. Um, and so essentially that when they had that conversation with me, my friend Cece is always the proponent of you need to have an experience. You need to get out there and date. And my friend Beverly also used to say the same thing. So I was like, fine. When they all sat there and said it, I was like, fine. All of y'all can't be wrong. Let's just run it. So I went on Bumble and I was like, okay, let's do it. So I met a lot of great guys. Um, but two in particular were the two that I think set the stage for where I am right now. Um, one was a very nice guy. He ended up being this very conscious spiritual guy, which I had just called into my life probably a few days before. Boom. He dropped in. He was great. I was like, yeah, let's do this. Like, let's meet each other. Let's go for it. Um, we met, we hung out, we had a great time. Um, he was very fast paced. So his biggest thing was understanding, you know, he was like an energy reader. He was like, I want to see, you know, are we really truly compatible? Um, according to my friend, it was the oldest line in the book. Like having sex is not how you really know if someone is compatible with you, which is true in my opinion. Um, so he wanted to have sex. I had like, kind of was like, nah, I don't think this is a good idea. Um, we ended up doing it. I personally didn't have any more emotions for him because I learned how to date from men in the military. So we all know, or not every man is like this, but the men that I've been around and I learned from, they were kind of like, once you smash, it's pretty much over unless you really like the person. Um, and I expressed this to him, like, I have this thought process so, and I say smash, which is kind of like very masculine. I'm working on my language. Um, but once you have sex with the person, it's kind of over. And once we did, like for me, it was literally over. I was over it. I kind of was like, all right, whatever. But there was just this, a part of me that was like, oh, like, don't be like this. Try to make it work. Try to make it work. We didn't connect during sex. Um, and so he also didn't feel the connection and he was not patient. One thing I did not ask about, I did not ask that somebody be patient for me in my list of requirements that I came up with. Um, and so he wasn't patient and I was not going to let him chump me or let him try to play me or I don't know what other words to use. I kind of slang on these. Um, but like, yeah, I wasn't going to let him try to dictate to me how I was going to handle myself. So I was like, yeah, no, this is cool. Like if you don't want to do this, that's fine. Um, so after it was over, I talked to my friend Anita and I was like, Anita, who my friend Anita is like a spiritual healer. Um, she helps women heal their broken and past wounds. So, and you can find her at discover she on Instagram and discover she on Facebook. Um, so she basically told me, you know, you show up like this. Why are you showing up like this? Um, she was like, it's kind of nasty that you're like that. Because one thing is like, once we realized that it was over, I was fine with that. I was like, cool. Like, Hey, all right. Well, it was great getting to know you. Uh, thank you very much. See you later. Um, and she was like, well, why are you showing up like this? You seem like you really like this guy. And I really did. I think that we did really connect on some interesting levels, but, um, 
I was, when she asked me that question, I had to think about it. And when I thought about it, I realized like I was showing up like that because like abandonment, like I guess like not really having my father there, right? Um, And just kind of having to move on quickly in everything that I've done, I don't really like hold on to people. My female friends, yes, I hold on to them for dear life. But males, like it's always been in my mind, like, you know, men come and go and you find the right one and you stick with them. And then if he wants to leave, then you just leave. I mean, I was raised by a whole bunch of single, um, single women. I was raised by a whole bunch of single women. Um, a lot of the women in my family are single women. They're strong women. So it was never a thing for me like to really be dependent on a man or even like process the fact that, you know, like be sad about if they leave. Like, I mean, even in my divorce, I kind of was like, oh, well, you want to act stupid? That's cool. Like I'm done. Peace. And literally I out processed him out of my mind and I kept on moving. I kept on moving. Um, so Anita really challenged me to look inward and figure out why I was showing up as this person. Um, and what I realized was that in order for me to not be hurt again, I had to show up as this person. I had to show up as this person that was like, hey, these things happen. Um, you're going to meet people that you like and you don't like, and you just have to process them out when you don't like them or if they don't like you and keep it moving. And so that's what I did. Um, and so she challenged me to not show up like that with the next person. Whew. So of course I listened. I'm always down for her challenges. I'm always down for growing. So I was like, fine, I won't show up like this person. I will work on it. So, um, the second person that I dated, um, he was different. Um, him and I connected on so many levels cause we were both like, Um, ex-military. We were both like just, we enjoyed a lot of the same things. Um, However, he was just, he was almost like a, he was like a reincarnation of my (laughs) ex-husband. And because I had just experienced this amazing like mental connection with this person, um, I really wanted something deeper uh, because I enjoyed it so much. And I also wanted, um, you know, I just wanted something deeper. I wanted someone who was doing great things. Um, And he like clicked, he like checked some of the boxes. Um, But one thing we couldn't do is we couldn't have conversation. And he just like the person before him and probably my ex and everyone else that I have dated, which I'm now starting to see, he couldn't deal with conflict well. Um, And he couldn't, um, he just didn't show, like he also was like me in that he was used to out-processing people very quickly and he wasn't willing to, be patient and like try to work through things. He was just like, yo, like this is how it is. And that's just it. And really and truly, if I'm quite honest with myself, that's exactly how I am too. Like if it, if it ain't working, beat it kid. So needless to say, like we did not work out either. 
Um, but through him, I realized like I showed up so much softer. And I mean, he put me through like he not he put me through, but we experienced so many things that like challenged me. I don't know how he felt, but I know it challenged me. Um, and I was like trying to make he was like a circle and I was trying to make him fit into a square and it wasn't really working. Um, and I had to really realize like, this is not who you want. Like, this is not who you want. Stop letting your feelings of being alone dictate that you should stay with this person. Like, and stop letting your thought of wanting to win because guys, like I really wanted to make him work because I was like, I am tired of dating. Like, I just would like to just be with someone. And it was like, I mean, he checks off all the other boxes. This will be fine. But really and truly, it wasn't going to be fine. So I had to realize, like, I learned to how to push through. And then I also, well, not push through, how to flow through. And then I also learned, like, when it was time to say enough is enough. Um, so I learned those two things from those relationships. And I'm not going to lie. Like, so these two relationships, although they were... They were weird in very, in many ways. I learned more from these two relationships than I've learned from a lot of my previous relationships. Um, I was conscious during these moments. So I was like able to see like where I needed to do the work at. I um, was able to put into practice some of the things that Anita had taught me, which was like, instead of arguing back and forth with the person, like talking to them in the spirit and saying like, you know, hey, this is how I feel, blah, blah, blah. And really and truly, guys, like, it really works. Like, I was totally impressed. <laughs> um, so being able to talk, being able to reconcile, being able to show up and say, like, hey, this is how I feel. How do you feel? And then trying to find a way that we can work it out. And if we can't work it out, being okay with saying bye and walking away. Um, because usually I like let things play out and then I want somebody to break up with me or stop talking to me so that it completely ends. And this time I like advocated for myself and was like, well, I don't like this. So if you don't like it, um, then you can go. And I was very pleased with myself about that. Um, both of these people took me a little while to out process. Like I didn't just say like, okay, well it's over. I'm done. I did try to do it with the first one. But Anita brought me back in and was like, nope, you need to process these things appropriately. You don't want to keep on moving in your relationships like you have been. So I was like, fine, 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 fine. So (laughs) these relationships, um, and I call them relationships because I believe any engagement that you have with someone that becomes a personal level is a relationship of some sort. Um, They taught me a lot. They taught me that starting over, especially in your mid-30s, you have different requirements. So first off, I need to change my list of requirements. I know that I want somebody conscious. I know that I want someone who is willing to talk things out, who's a great communicator, who can listen, someone who's patient, um, someone who wants kids, 
Um, or no, someone who has kids. Cause I don't know if I'm going to want to have another kid. Um, one thing about the first guy was that he wanted kids. So he was like, yo, I don't have a lot of time. I'm trying to get somebody who, who wants a baby. And I didn't necessarily know like how I would feel about that, but I kind of told him like, yeah, you know, I might be down to have a baby. But what I realized is like, I'm not down to have a baby with just anybody. And if you can't be patient with me, then we might as well just keep it moving. So I realized that, but really after like processing everything, I realized like I want to make that determination probably once I really, really get to know someone, somebody who's moving so quickly in the beginning, that's like scary to me. So maybe someone who is more patient and is willing to go the, go the route with you or go the journey with you, go the journey with me is kind of more that of what I want to settle down on. Um, and so requirements, like not, and not even requirements, just things that I would like, because I feel like sometimes when we ask for certain things and we can be really rigid, but people also are going to grow. So having someone grow with you is also just important. Like someone who can say like, all right, well, I'm willing to work on this. Um, that's important. So yeah, like I learned those things through this, this experience and I decided like, you know what? Okay. You've experienced these things. You might as well keep on experiencing because the more you experience, the better it is. Um, so one thing I've decided is that I'm going to take myself off of Bumble, like no more Bumble at all, like, ah, or any online dating app, because I feel like the person that I'm going to meet is going to, like, we're going to meet at some place that I'm at. He's going to be doing similar things that I do. And we're going to have great conversation because that is one thing that is near, near and dear to me, um, is to hear, see, hear and see a person and really like get into their, feel them in that way while I'm right there. Um, and so I was like, yeah, like that is what you want. And so I'm, as I listen to like Lacey Phillips, um, expanded podcast and like, as I keep on opening my mind, I realized that what I want to experience, I can. And so if online dating is not for me, it's just not for me. Like, I just need to go to the places that I'm going to be at, like the places that I enjoy and let love find me there. So in starting over, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to let love find me at the places that I want to be at. Also, I am going to um, really like just be the best me possible, right? Show up as me, not let other people dictate to me who I am. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to start having fun. I think that dating can be tedious in a way. Um, and you know, my motto for dating has been dating sucks, but I really think that dating could be fun if you're dating the right person or dating the right people. So with my new change of heart, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have fun. I'm not going to be so serious and put a whole bunch of pressure. I'm going to understand that when I see like things that are like my no-go's, that it's over. And then other things I'll be flexible about, but I'm going to enjoy it. Like I'm going to have fun. And so, yeah, that's, 
that's where I am with starting over. Like, so are you dating? And if you are, how are you dating? Are you dating online? Are you going out to coffee shops and finding dates? What are you doing? Um, and what has been your experiences? Because I want to know, is everyone having experiences like I am? Because those last two guys, they weren't whack whack, but they weren't the best. And I know that there are great guys out there that are looking for women like me and probably like you and everyone else. So yeah, let's finish the conversation. Tell me, have you started dating yet? And if so, what have been your experiences and where are you dating at? It was so great speaking to you guys today. And yay, I got through this podcast. So I hope to talk to you next week. I look forward to talking to you next week. That's what I hope. I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye. (laughs) 